This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today, uh, New Jersey mandates gender identity lessons be taught for school children. Is Elon Musk planning a hostile takeover of Twitter? And Joe Biden's approval rating just keeps getting lower. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Chad Prather, America's favorite cowboy and host of The Chad Prather Show, also author, entrepreneur, jack of all trades, really. It's a long list. I'm glad to be joined. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for being here. Also, I've been dying to get this girl back on my show, but she's just been so busy. Sydney Watson, of course, Blaze TV host and political commentator. Sydney Watson, who you should be subscribed to if you are not already. I don't get a list. <laughs> well, it's fair. Uh, I got a list. I only Ted gets list. <laughs> I got a list for Sydney. That's fair. Um, we need to come up with a list for you. That's okay. We can do that. But I uh, know I'm just glad that I'm glad to be here, and I'm sorry that it took me so long. But it's nice to be on with my two favorite people. Oh. I know. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, when are you having Sydney back? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you ask her? <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. It's, you know, between uh, filling my cup up to have more things to say and then pouring it out into yeah. other shows. I'm sorry, Sarah. Yeah, no, I totally I'm just a disappointing there. human. What can I no, say? No, you're not. <laughs> and you're here and we're happy about it. Um, so well, let's get into this first story. So New Jersey uh, public school students now are being mandated to learn about gender identity in new sex education lessons. Now, uh, I said school children, so people may be thinking like, well, what is this? Well, first graders are having planned sex education lessons. Uh, there's a 30-minute lesson called Pink, Blue, and Purple that aims to teach the six-year-olds to define gender, gender identity, and gender role stereotypes. Uh, it also includes instructions for teachers to tell students that their gender identity is up to them. So you might feel like you're a boy even if you have body parts that some people might tell you are girl parts and vice versa. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Who knows? Also, I'm sure this has nothing to do with uh, all of the mental health issues, the mental health uh, rise in teens and children who are being sent through these schools, but what do I know? Uh, I want to show an animated video by this organization. It's called Amaze, and the the video is called Puberty and Transgender Youth. This is one of the proposed lesson plans for fifth graders under these new uh, New Jersey guidelines. Watch. A person who is transgender is someone whose internal sense of their gender, being a boy, girl, or something else, doesn't match their physical body. People who feel this way sometimes feel anxious when they begin to reach puberty and their body starts to change in ways that don't match their internal sense of their gender. These feelings are totally normal. Totally normal. If you feel you want more time to explore how you feel about your gender before your body starts to change, it's important to talk with a parent, counselor, therapist, or doctor about the feelings you have regarding your gender. (laughs) 
After some discussion and counseling, you may be referred to an endocrinologist. So endocrinologists I, specialize in I hormones. I think we get the. I think we get the, the way it goes. We don't need to. So totally normal. You when may did feel, Barack Obama become an endocrinologist? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know which child knows what an endocrinologist is. That's no. great. Most adults don't even know what that is. So just rehash. This is for from a school, right? They're doing this at a school. This yeah. is for pudding people. Yes. New, is this at, at a yeah. okay, for so the this pudding is, prefrontal yes. cortex? New Jersey's developed. New Jersey public schools. Period. Like yes. they're mandating that gender identity be taught across to school children the board? across or is the this high school. This is for this particular video is for fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. That's what ten year old. Yes. This okay. is very. This is yes, pretty pubescent. I mean, yes. Mm. Yes. Like, can, can you? Oh, okay, hold on. So, They're not prepubescent as far as Islam goes, Chad. Okay. Cultural insensitivity. Well, thank you. It wasn't the dominant paradigm I was going for, <laughs> but. Uh, so you. So, okay. So you know my son very well, uh, sure. right? Yeah. My son is nine, almost ten. Mm -hmm. Could you like? No. He's no. not even in the I, realm of like understanding and comprehending any of this. I see how he signs his name. <laughs> <laughs> which I have later on in the yeah. show. So, which is precious, yeah, right? Yeah, but he's yeah. perfectly on track for that spot in his life. Here's where I'm at. So the whole, let's go back to the don't say gay bill, right? And then everybody came out on their platforms just say gay, gay, gay. Like yeah. suddenly gay was going to appear if you said it enough times, like, you know, <laughs> screaming it in the mirror and, it, you know, Beetlejuice. Uh, so actually I just, Laurie Lightfoot who appears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just started screaming groomer, 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 you know, because it, they hate that word mm -hmm. because it touches a nerve, but it is what it is. When did being trans stop being a subcategory of a subcategory and statistically non-existent to now all of a sudden this has got to be on the tip of our tongues at all times. This is something that's got to be taught. It's got to be in curriculum. It's got to be promoted. It's got to be in the media. All of this stuff that we have to have certain levels of inclusivity and acceptance for this thing that was virtually non-existent. The reason it's existing now is because of groomers, groomers, groomers. Yeah. They're making this a reality. They're creating something out of nothing. And that's exactly what it is. I don't care if you get pissed off or not. I'm not anti anybody. You can be what you want to be. But when you start doing this and putting, well, we care about your child. Don't care so much because I'm, <laughs> starting, I'm starting to think you're caring a little too much. And that's the problem I have. Well, they care about indoctrinating your child to a, a specific political position and ideology. They don't care about your child. No. Right. They just care about getting more. Uh, well, they can't reproduce. Right. So they, they can't like you get a gay couple together. They oh. can't reproduce. Right. They either want to abort or euthanize everybody anyway. So. So, I mean, liberals just kill you anyway. So they can't reproduce. So they have to they have to propagate their ideologies into a whole other generation. So what they're going to do is use your kids like the Bolsheviks did to convert them to communism mm -hmm. in 1917. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what they're doing. It's a brainwashing technique. Mm -hmm. They're much more malleable. Well, they are. Yeah, I can't I can't really work out the objective of because I kind of I get what you were saying. It's like uh, children like this. They're not born. They're made. I think that's sort of the, yeah. the general mm -hmm. consensus mm -hmm. from a lot of people. But what occurs to me, too, is that there's actually no net societal benefit of promoting this because mm. you do, in fact, in the long run, end up sterilizing people. Yeah. Uh, so if this is like a population yeah. control measure, which sounds crazy, but if it is, then it's eh, it's not a bad way of going about it because well, if you sterilize children at 12. I, 
You're on board with sterilizing kiddos? No, no. I'm on board with, with your theory. With, oh. with, I'm, I'm on board with less population. Oh, wait, there, there are too many humanoids. This is true. Yeah. Maybe there's, the lizards are taking over. Friday so. night, I went to eat at a Texas roadhouse. There's way too many people on the planet. You well, know, no, way too many dum-dums on the planet. There's a difference. Once you dilute the gene pool with idiocy, it's like, oh, great. We're living in that movie. That, there's Idiocracy. a lot of that. There's a lot of We're that. all going to be Soylent Green in a few years. So back to your <laughs> so point, true. Sydney, and I think it's a good one. It's a really um, good one. Is yeah, I, you know, you, you start to look at what is the motive, like what what is the drive, what is the thing here, because inclusivity is not it. No. Equality is not. Well, they're it. just the buzzwords that they use in order yeah. to make it seem as if these are noble causes, mm-hmm. when in yeah. reality, and you if have you to go against it, that. you're a bad person. Well, yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah. the easiest and, way. And when you look at an ideology, ideologies are never about equality; they're about control. I don't want my ideology to be the same as yours. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Islam a little while ago. I don't want my Christianity to be the same as your is. I want I want to have the superior religion, right? right? I want to have the one that logically makes more sense than anything else. So ideologies, whether they are religious or political or philosophical or whatever, they're after control. So at the end of the day, you answer your own question. What's the agenda? I think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. And and I, honestly, I wouldn't put it past them to not. They, they don't look farther than that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that they even consider what you're saying because all they can see is the power and control. Well, I watched this TED talk not long ago because I made a video about all of these psycho doctors who are performing mastectomies on these healthy 12 year old girls. Uh, and it's actually interesting that one of these primary doctors who's quite popular on TikTok, she's in Miami. Uh, I believe that there's a class action lawsuit that's going to be filed against her, which is really interesting. And I uh-huh. hope that you guys will keep track of that I because these people, they're just mutilating kids and yeah. no one really seems to give, you know, two dams about doctors. it. But exactly, they have a degree. Oh, cool. Yeah, I went, I went to school once. <laughs> um, so it's, it's interesting because when, when I think about what they're doing to the young kids and how they're pushing this so aggressively, there's two things that come from that for me. Firstly, I think that a lot of this is these are the emo kids but not from the 2000s. They're like the emo kids, but just like worse mental illness. Mm-hmm. You know how we were like, I'm depressed. And then you would pretend to cut your wrists and then your parents you would, would go... Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, I, I cut my wrist constantly. You can you can tell I'm, you know, very, very well adjusted. No, but really, that was the thing is all these kids would go, I was cutting myself. And then your parents would go, oh, no, that's so terrible. And then they would pay more attention to you. I think that that's what this is. This is like a fitting in thing. But for the kids who really participate and who, uh, you know, go through the, the trouble of having uh, bottom surgery. I nearly just said the, the graphic term for it. But bottom surgeries and top surgeries, this TED Talk that I was listening to, it, it was an endocrinologist, a, you know, um, adolescent endocrinologist speaking. And she basically was like, well, why can't we just sterilize kids? I mean, they don't need these things anyway. And I was thinking to myself, these are the people who have control over your offspring and who are basically dictating whether or not your kid can produce children later down the line, predicated on how they feel at 10. Yeah. That's messed. Yeah. I mean, and then I, to push that in schools yeah. is messed. Well, let's see, now if you want to, again, I'm not trying to lessen a, a, a you know, a mental illness down to playing pretend. I, again, because again, the whole thing is if, if you're truly dealing with that you're dealing with a mental health issue yeah you need this therapy isn't, this right, isn't about right, playing cowboys enabling. cowboys yeah. and indians or cops and robbers i identify as a cop they're not going to suddenly you know tattoo you give me bad tattoos um it's <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know what I, I, they're not just going to suddenly say oh he's a cop right. for the rest of his life no i that's what i played when i was a kid you know i i, I knew 
boys that tried on their mom's high heels, mm -hmm. you know, because they came into the closet or whatever. You know, it doesn't mean all of a sudden, My okay, son did that at about four. They do that. I mean, mm -hmm. that's Your what you do. Your child must now transition. What have you done, Sarah? Okay, no, literally. He needs a transition closet so he can become <laughs> Superman. My 18-month-old loves to try, I've said this on the program before, he loves to put my head, he wants me to put my headband on his head and he runs to the mirror and like looks at himself and he thinks it's hilarious and then he pulls it off and wants me to do it again and I'm like, if we're a liberal household, I'm, I'm transitioning him into yeah. a girl right and now. I, I That's don't know how if you saw the TikTok video. I think we've got it on one of my episodes this week where, where the guy, he's a teacher, and he's talking about the transition closets where you can come in. He says, you know, Clark Kent was the persona. It was the, that was the costume, but he really was Superman. He was Kal-El. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, we're, we're comparing these kids to cartoons, which is, again, you know, I keep saying, you know, well, there's 37 genders. No, there's male and female and 35 versions of queer. But besides <laughs> that, there, it's like you read of this is you guys for the most part are playing make-believe yes and yeah I'm, I'm saying it facetiously but also in a mean way to get the point across yeah. you're playing with these kids minds here so the, you know the TikTok where this teacher was going well we've got to give them a place where they can take off their Clark Kent and truly be Superman this is this is abuse yeah oh 100% it's funny too because when you when you think about it they go on about how gender stereotypes are the reason why we're seeing issues like this, because these gender non-conforming children, whatever the hell that means, because I'm pretty sure when we were growing up, if you wanted to wear pants and run around in the dirt, you could do that. That was right. fine. And I'm sure that if little boys were like, yep, cool, I, I don't want to play with trucks. I like drawing and whatever it is that little boys like, I don't know, that was fine. So it's funny how on one hand they use this, you know, let's, let's not force children to participate in outdated stereotypes, but then what determines whether or not you're transgender as a child is whether or not you like pink things and Barbie dolls as a little boy and now you're trans. There you go. This is it forever. Let's sterilize you. No more babies. Population control done. Yeah, because uh, if gender is fluid, I just, I just solved the problem. You need to be able to go back and forth. Well, no, then th at that point they just castrate you. Well, I know. Well, then you can't go back. One, I know. There's, it's not, not fluid. There's it's not fluid. Once here. you go over to the other side, you can't come back. They burn I, the bridge. I, I they know. Surgically, they burn the bridge they while surgically, you're on the bridge, Chad. That's yeah. how you. No, that's. Mm. <laughs> You're assuming you get off the bridge. There's yeah. no getting off. Yeah, That's from why the you bridge, suicide, you swing to one side you know, from a pubic hair, assuming there's still any there. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know if you can get pubic hair anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like this is a great time. To There's a lot of weird break. philosophical Brave New World things. We could take some way down some weird, weird rabbit holes. Okay. Well, actually, before we go to break, I want to ask both of you guys this. What, like... Do you find it fascinating that the Democrats have say they see what happens when you go after people's kids in schools? They saw what happened in Virginia. They saw what happened in deep blue San Francisco, where the school board uh, members were recalled. Um, they're, they're seeing this happen all across the country, and it, they like they can't help themselves but just double down on this bad freaking behavior that America overwhelmingly is saying, yeah, you're not going to screw with our kids. Look at look at the mask deal. OK, you start putting masks on 11 year olds, 12 year olds, whatever. And now they're they're 14, 15 years old, two years into this thing, whatever. And now they're walking around out in the middle of, you know, I saw yeah. I was in rural Texas the other day in a little town. These kids are probably 17 They're walking down the street. They're all masked up because they got masked up when they were 15. So you tell them that that's the normal way to do it. Now, that's what they do. They get up as part of getting dressed. Put your underwear on, put your pants on, put your shirt on, put your mask on. Mm -hmm. You don't know any different. They've controlled their brain. They've lobotomized them. The parents them. should. The parents should, but the parents are stupid. Well, but the parents are the ones who are voting. So I'm just the, saying the, why. The teachers are stupid. The politicians are stupid. The parents are stupid. Let's go back to the overpopulation conversation we were having a minute ago. It's the bozos yeah. that she mentioned. 
that it's like we've lobotomized ourselves. Go back a couple of weeks and go back to another episode that I did about the two levels of the mind. We've cut off the critical thinking. So now just just the surface level of decision making, we've now deceived ourselves into thinking that that's complex thought. It's not. We have no idea how to to go down in there to get into real decision making anymore, much less leadership. Right. Yeah, no, all, all great points. Um, all right, let's, let's go ahead and take a break here, and uh, we'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So if you are losing your hair, I get it. A lot of men are very sensitive about it, even though it's not your fault. It's just your genes. You can't control it. But we've got great news for you. Keeps has you covered. Keeps is going to offer doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and also improve hair growth. You guys have seen Jason Buttrell. Uh, on the program here. You guys have seen him through the years. You guys who've been watching a long time have seen him through the years go from bald to having hair again. That is because he used keeps. Seriously, people, he said that he went to an event and one woman was like, can I touch it? He literally did a video the other day. She was talking about his hair, by the way. He did a video for Glenn, promoting (laughs) Glenn's deal. He actually got on the video and messed his hair up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was legitimately messed up. Legitimately, this has triggered so much regrowth in his hair. Keith Malinak at the studio is using it as well, and he has seen the same thing. And you do it all from home. So you're going to take pictures, send it all to the Keeps physicians, and they're going to give you the right products and treatment for your specific condition and hair goals delivered directly to your door. It is super, super easy, and it's going to save you a lot of money because it's all generic, uh, all of the generic formulas. Uh, you can go to keeps.com slash why. I think you get you get 50, yeah, 50% off your first order if you go to keeps.com slash why. Speculation is mounting that Elon Musk is planning a hostile takeover of Twitter. Uh, I want to get into this particular story, but I first want to welcome to the program Lisa Reynolds, political commentator Lisa Reynolds. Hi, guys. Um, Wave. I, I, She's I, waving at us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lisa, I think the, la- well, the last time you were on my show was that when I was Afghanistan. remote. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. She were in remembers studio. the topic, but doesn't remember the. But I, that was when, <laughs> that was when you were. You I was were quarantining. Yeah. So thingy it's for good us. to actually share the uh, the set I with you agree. this time. Um, so I want to get y'all's opinion on what's going on with Elon Musk and Twitter. Uh, you know, we talked about it at the end of last week, but as we know, a weekend goes by and the story completely changes. So word on the street was that Elon was going to join the Twitter board of directors. And with that specific position uh, came some ramifications, like he was not allowed to uh, purchase a certain amount of Twitter share. Uh, He was kind of limited in what he could do, but he would be able to join the board. So they announced that Elon was joining the board. And then I believe this was yesterday, um, the CEO has said, Elon has decided not to join our board. I sent a brief note to the company sharing with you all here, and he tweeted out this long uh, announcement. We announced that Tuesday, on Tuesday that Elon would be appointed to the board contingent on a background check and formal acceptance, um, but he shared that same morning he was to be accepted that he will no longer be joining the board. I believe this is for the best. We have and will always value input from our shareholders, whether they are on the board or not. Elon is our biggest shareholder, and we will remain open to his input. Um, So he actually, as this was going on this morning, Elon Musk filed paperwork with the SEC indicating uh, that he will keep criticizing the platform and demanding uh, change. So he had originally filed the form to be a passive investor. 
and he amended it to uh, show that he would be an activist investor with uh, intentions to create change. Uh, and, you know, I look, I think if someone's going to do it, why, why not? Why not Elon Musk? Wouldn't you just like to have that FU money? Just yeah, like I know. That's three why I'm billion like, dollars and let him buy do some it. shares, get nine and a half percent of Twitter. And, I mean, he's still a globalist. Let's don't let's don't kill oh, ourselves. Oh, it's, it's not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not it, one but, person but who's just, like he yeah. agrees with us on one issue. He's yeah. red pilled. No, yeah. I, I, I know who he I is. I always but, like to throw that in there because I don't like people jumping on the bandwagon because somebody agreed with you on right. something. Right. Oh, of course. You know. Yeah, but it's but he's just weird it's okay enough having that like someone I, I like on to see your it. team for well, once. It's, it's great to have somebody with some clout. That's why I say to have the money but to come in there and. There's more people with more money than him that are leftists anyway. So all the all this speculation is doing is waiting for like Soros or Bezos or somebody else to come in and buy up a bigger percentage. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Maybe if they have any interest in that. I don't know that those guys. I mean, you know, for some reason, some of those guys like Musk and Joe Rogan, not a money guy on that level, right. but but these guys of note. The Bill Mars of the world, right? They they have some skin in that game, and so there's a vested interest for them. I don't know that a guy like Bezos does. So maybe not Bezos, but but that's or, that's or, or Gates, like that. or, yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, those guys who who make a living being a public figure in that way. Bezos is always hiding off or going into space somewhere with his girlfriend and his steroided <laughs> up body. But I don't know. I'm just Bill I'm Gates going, is buying up all your farmland so that you can yeah. uh, have no, to that's eat true. the, the yeah. what, what do they call it? Ultimate meat. What is it? The name of Beyond meat. Beyond meat. Beyond meat. He uh, ain't Chad, eating that. I know how much you like Beyond meat. Have you seen his? That's why. That's why I went out and killed a 600 pound nil guy. Uh, in South Texas. You, you did a what? I killed a 600-pound nil guy. Was it with your hands? Because if it wasn't, it doesn't count. It was with a spear from yeah, 150 it yards. It doesn't count. Yeah. We need I to go back to Viking thing. times. You've got me hooked on it, Sid. No, yes, no, men, men must, in fact, walk around with uh, with hatchets and uh, large weapons. <laughs> I'm always only... carrying a large weapon. But that's you? a whole oh, other story. Please do. Wait, this saying... really is taking a turn, this I conversation. Listen, I'm always on. Why did you put us in the same room? You did this You know, you know when Sydney and I are together, it's going to be like this. I did this, this. myself. <laughs> no, but I don't know who has the skin in the game on that. But I, I love the fact that a guy has, at least, he's not doing it yet, but potentially has the ability, whether it's a hostile takeover or just out and out buying the company uh, at least kind of gave them the middle finger that said you can't you know no you're not going to silence me by putting on your mm -hmm. putting me on your board so that's admirable but then they just regard. go and ban a couple other people like recently this weekend I saw uh, somewhere yeah Juanita Broderick yesterday yeah so mm -hmm. so they're really not they're still that much. doing it I mean right. they're still doing it you know it's I, I, like, I would he should have put more money in. He should have put like 51%. Well, hold on. So my understanding is this, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I freely admit I don't have the greatest comprehension of this issue. But my understanding is that if he was sitting on the board, then his what he could own of the company or the shares or whatever the whatever the terminology is was limited. Correct. I believe to 14%. Yes. Without him being on the board, he can actually fully take do over. And he has so the means desires. to do so. Right. Yeah. right. yeah. I mean, wh wh why do you think he would want to, though, like in your opinion? As a comms director, as an expert lady <laughs> at the director. communication. Um, I, I think he just wants to intimidate them, but because why would you only put nine in? What, what about the rest? Like, well, if you really, you have that kind of money, and you actually want to do something, go put in 51% and but, but call it a day. Would that be his ultimate plan, though, in the long run? Right. Like, like do it, become the largest yes. shareholder mm -hmm. first, right. make waves on that. And then plan your next move. Like it well, doesn't all have to. He's just been playing chicken with them, you know. Well, he I just was love tweeting, the, should, Yeah, all through the weekend. Are yeah, you right, right. right. His, his polls. Yeah. 
They're amazing. He's <laughs> and like, then he was also saying, I believe on Facebook, he was like, should I take over Facebook? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if anyone's going to do this, I just it's love funny. that it's Elon Musk. He's yeah. just weird enough. He, he is weird. He is weird. Like, what did he name his kid? Aeon Flux or something? <laughs> Flux Capacitor? What is it? Yeah. 55720. Five, no. I have to look at this. He, did, though, he so. did do one of those weird Why? What are your concerns? Space stuff. Like, you know, all of a sudden he's, you know, getting space deals over there and the way that his companies are, um, like, they share executives and things like that. And the way that China is getting some low orbit space technology so quickly um, has may have to do with his models. But well, that's whatever. true. I mean, now China has a technology not to launch bombs at us, but just drop bombs but on us. They didn't have it, and they, they didn't, didn't have, have it that. before until he was it, there. It, and and like, I remind so. everybody, that's why I always say Elon Musk is still a globalist. He's mm-hmm. the first guy who, he was the guy who came out and said the government, we need to be careful about governments getting control of AI. And right. then he goes out and invents AI. He goes out and invents yeah. labor robots that can be used. Um, so it's a dangerous world we're living in. That, you know, guys like that, again, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. I don't care who it is, if it's Elon Musk, maybe some wire snaps and he doesn't have Asperger's anymore. And suddenly now he's, you know, just crazy. You don't become a billionaire, though, just by like, you know, tilling a field. So he didn't just become a self-made billionaire. There's a lot of history there. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, he's, he's prob- not a dumb guy. You probably have to be a little evil to have that much money behind I you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, this yeah. is, it's kind of like the devil you know, right? I, I just, I suppose that, and just on the China thing, what you just reminded me of was this cool story that I read where China has apparently put out some little satellites that will attract American satellites and then crush and eat them. That's I mean, my that's contribu- if I were going to do satellites, that's, to I would definitely have Pac-Man satellites. <laughs> that's what they, 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 they're in the space, and then, and then they like little magnets, and then and they, they crash. Oh. They're, they're like, yeah. so you don't have to only worry about being bombed and having bombs drop directly on you. You can also worry about your satellites getting consumed by Chinese satellites. Yeah, well, don't worry because our military is uh, is on it. They're having like LGBTQ uh, mm. inclusivity that's exceedingly Zoom calls. Zoom calls. While yeah, while China is mm. just strengthening uh, all of their men, so it's fine. It'll it'll. All end up fine, I'm But they're sure. taking away all of their cats and putting them in bags and then murdering them. So, it, I mean, there are drawbacks. Don't, don't to, even. To try, yeah, no, it makes me, I can't even joke organs. about it. Don't it even get me, me so started. Angry. I know. All right, we've got we've to gotta go to break. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Novo. So, look, if you're an entrepreneur, we're talking about uh, Elon Musk. He's being an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur and not Elon Musk and not a billionaire, uh, you understand that you need support everywhere you can get it. To support you, Novo built a new kind of business checking. Uh, it's very simple business checking. And unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, no hidden fees. Uh, they do not do a one-size-fits-all approach like the rest of them. They are customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow. They've got seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks, and more. Sign up for Novo for free. You can join the community of over 150,000 fearless small business owners who have found this customizable business checking solution that works for them and uh, helps them focus on what they need to, which is profit and money. You got to sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash why. As a listener of this program, you're going to get access to over 5,000 in perks and discounts. You got to go there. It is novo, N-O-V-O dot C-O slash Y. By the way, Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, FA, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. You say that quickly. (laughs) 
Joe Biden's approval rating has taken a hit again. This is uh, according to a new CBS News YouGov poll that was released yesterday. Biden's approval rating now sits at 42 percent. This is uh, one point lower than the previous rating. Guys, I don't know why. I don't know why. Everything is going great. Uh, there's there's just it's just transitory inflation. So don't worry about it. You took um, that sentence in a completely different direction to where <laughs> I thought you were going to go. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you finish. But I just yeah. I'm completely What's the independent. Does it say what the independent voters are in that? Because 42 is general, right? Like it's. Democrats yeah, I, it says, um, let's see. All, all I have on independence here is that 67% of independents said Biden could do more to lower gas prices. That's a weird way to phrase something. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's a weird way to say framing. 100% of people hate you. Like, that's... Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, hmm. so, but um, uh, what is it? 58% disapproval rating. And, um, uh, well, what I was going to say was... Okay. I'm, I don't know why, because things are going great. The country is doing great. And we have a very competent president, as you can tell from uh, this clip that surfaced over the weekend. Watch. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot him uh, foot, <laughs> excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. What was the single word? I don't know. Possibilities. Does something. Ultimately, he went on to say possibilities. He was in the foothills uh, of the Himalayas. Xi Jinping? If you go on further, he continues telling this story, mm -hmm. and Xi Jinping supposedly asks him what it makes America great. He goes, possibilities. Did he whisper it weirdly? He whispers it the way I he wanna, does it. I want to know why it, that's such a high number to me. It's like... 42 or 40, 40, 48 yeah, percent of the population like think that this is any of this so, is okay. But these people are deceived. So I posted a thing, I don't know, last night. You can't be that blind. I, I posted a deal the last night where I said, you know, the world needs real men, right? Yes. I just, you know, it triggers people and whatever. But it's a true statement. It, it is true. And so people keep coming to me, well, you keep picking on a real man, Joe Biden. I was like, are you seriously going to defend <laughs> this guy? And they said, well, yeah, you made fun of, of this clip where he looks lost in a crowd full of people when he was in there with Barack Obama. Yeah, he was and they said, lost. And so Rolling Stone <laughs> did a, an article. Rolling Stone, I read it today, and they said, this is a Fox News edit when he was lost in a room of full of people, right? They, they kept saying they cut it short because, it, because he's trying to get Barack's attention. He wants to introduce him to somebody. And so I'm watching the rest of the clip, all right? It's maybe three more seconds long, where <laughs> Obama finally turns around, shakes somebody's hand, and the whole time he does it, Biden's still staring off <laughs> in a space like this, like, okay, my mission is accomplished here. I'm back to the ozone. Right. And so I'm like, you can't defend this guy. No. And it's sad. When I watch those clips, it's like I, I feel for this man. I, I'm sad for this man, but I'm angered at the same time. Yeah. I'm pissed off at people that, that even still support this or, or promote or defend this. Yeah. This is dumb. Well, and to Lisa's point, uh, the Democrats, amongst the Democrats that were polled, 61% of them said they believe Biden is doing all he can to lower gas prices oh, as compared can. to 93% of Republicans. <laughs> so it's just like we have that many people who are fully indoctrinated into the cult. Yeah, but I always wonder, like, who who is participating in these polls? Like, who, who is this? Have you ever been polled? I've never been polled. But I think about this all the time, right, because I'm pretty sure that on a statistical level, and, and you probably know better than me because you're a wizard like that, um, 
Lisa's a freak. She's got like mad recall. She's got like a photographic memory. It's horrifying. Anyway, so um, I always think to myself, it's this this country. Probably thirty percent, I would say, based on what I've read, are legitimately like blue voters. Like they are Democrats. They lean to the left. They are these like psychos that want to do all these things that most of us abhor in this room. So then I think, okay, so seventy percent of the population is left over who must be in some capacity reasonably, you know, well attuned, reasonably well adjusted human beings. I hope. So I go, how is it that thirty percent of the population is dictating what the other seventy percent mm -hmm. is doing? That's insane to me. And then I have to think about the voting trends in this country, who's turning up to vote, why so few people turn up to vote, why people don't give a crap. And we know that democracy is, is you know, there's some kinks, there's some things that don't work about it, I get that. But I still don't understand how 30% of the population gets to hold 70% hostage. That is insane to me. So I want to, as we're talking about the demographics and how all of this breaks down uh, and how we can have so many stupid people in this country, I want to bring up a, a slide that I saw surface on Twitter over the weekend. So this is comparing a 2018 Pew Research uh, poll to or study to now in 2022 and looking at the shift as far as congressional preference goes. So men, college plus degree, uh, they've shifted to Republican 20, uh, 26% shift, okay? Men, no degree, a Republican, it's a 12% swing. Uh, women, college uh, degreed, college educated, they actually, this is, this is the thing, guys, There's, they've shifted to Democrat plus four. There's been a swing, uh, four points to Democrats in college, college educated women. Women with no degree uh, are leaning now. The shift has been towards Republican two points. I think there's less male enrollment right now in the last year or two, too, than I remember statistically, too. Like, men I'm, aren't going, and women are, and they're indoctrination machines. That's I mean, do we, so we need to have a talk about the 19th Amendment? No, see, I just say women are indoctrination machines. No, the universities, are, uh, universities are, but yes, women are too. <laughs> you see, they're the ones that are leading. Like feminism, they burn their brows and they ruin our lives. This is what happened. I always say that they have ruined everything. Like men aren't men anymore, women aren't women anymore. And who, who's leading the charge? It's not men that are going around saying like you need to do this. It's women that yeah, are going around. That, that are being our teachers and the ones and that men are, are just sitting back and letting it happen. Right. To be fair, yeah. though, no one's actually reaching out to women to like bring them on side. Like what I find on the right wing, and this has really started to piss me off in the last little while, is that everyone's like, "Oh, women are women are stupid. Women go to university and turn out to be these like leftist crackpots." And I get it. I went to university, I did two degrees, and I saw a lot of the leftist. You crackpots. made it through. I made it through. You I went to a really leftist school. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I mean, same. I mean, Melbourne University, like leftist of the left. It's insane. But the thing that that annoys me is like alienating women is not the way to bring them on side. There are plenty of women out there who probably lean to the left simply because they don't know any better or because they went through the education system, came out the other end of it, and were like, oh, I was never exposed to a different idea, so therefore this is the primary the primary perspective that, I, that I've arrived at. It's not helpful then for, for conservatives and people on the right to turn around and be like, well, women, you're just big dum-dums, and therefore <laughs> you must stay a dum-dum. We're not even going to try to reach out and, and, you know, bring you into the fray. It just annoys the crap out of me. Like, so, how do you, so how do you bring them in? I don't have an answer. But it annoys me. plays into the identity <laughs> politics, though. Like, I why have to we... think on it, and I'll come with, up with a solution. Yeah, no, I, I am fascinated I like by it. Because for me, that. I deal with these people, and I'm like, there's just no getting through to some of them. 
right? Like, of I just course. don't know. That and that's, but that's, but that's the men as well. They're, they're like these are the people, leftisty, feministy men that you're like, Ugh. well, yeah, because these are the people who say Joe Biden is doing an amazing job mm -hmm. and doing all he can to like save our economy. And you're like, yeah. all right. I mean, if that's how you feel, you're probably too far gone for me to reason. I with. think it's that a lot of women, I would say, especially coming through the education system, and ladies, correct me if you think I'm wrong here. I think what happens is women get into particular university and then they get taught that, oh, if you lean to the right, if you support right wing ideas, then many of the things, you know, pertaining to, I don't know, like reproduction or mm -hmm. some women are very like staunchly like, no, I'm really pro-choice. And there are these sort of matters that women think that the right wing will take from them. And maybe that maybe they will in some capacity. Maybe that there are some issues that the right wing overwhelmingly will come in and, and steer uh, mm -hmm. away from women. But by and large, like I, I don't personally find that conservatives are actually working towards you know, sending women back to the 1950s as they, you no. know, think that it's is going to happen. Too. But I think that's what they think will happen if they are to engage with right-wing viewpoints or right-wing viewpoints. So I think that's probably a, a lot of it is just not really understanding what the other side has to offer. Mm. Or growing up in, you know, ridiculously conservative households where mommy and daddy didn't hug you enough. <laughs> Dude, I will say that men with mommy issues are way worse than women with daddy issues. Facts. Yes, I will. I will concur on that one. But that's a that's another. Awesome. I was going to say I think that's a different two. podcast. That, yeah. That's a whole other thing. But yeah. no, um, I don't know. I think that I don't think that we should be targeting. Like I, I know that I'm in politics, right? That's what I'm supposed to do. And we're supposed to like target like certain groups and to bring them into our coalition, whatever you want to say. But like I just stick to our principles all the time and make them totally consistent all the time and have people actually stand up for the same principles over and over again, then people will just see that our way of life is better and come over to the side. Yeah, I think, and I know we have to go to break, but I think that uh, that's what was so great about Trump was that people called him all sorts of names, but at least in the minority communi community, he had record number of turnout because he stuck to what he said he was going to He put them back to work. They had record numbers of, you know, uh, yeah. employment mm -hmm. and they were seeing the effects of it. So it was personally touching them. And they were like, wow, actually, I'm in a much better position now with Trump as president than I was before when I had a bunch of Democrats constantly lying to me about the handouts that they were going to give. So yeah. I would say that there I is think a that's why the red wave like I think that's why we're going to have so many seats come yeah. come the midterms, because people that don't actually care normally we're like, OK, everything's fine. Everything's kind of going great. And now they're like, whoa, I can't afford groceries. Whoa, mm -hmm. I can't afford gas. Whoa, mortgage rates are up to 5%. Right. We're in trouble. Right. And I think that that's why we're seeing such big shifts. Last thing before word. you go to, to break, yeah. just back to the female thing. I Because you know when you're talking and then things leave your brain? I got the thing back that I wanted to say. <laughs> Women vote on, most of the time, one issue. And that's what happened for Trump in the, uh, the election when mm -hmm. he won. Women voted uh, on one issue. And I think that's why a lot of the times they look like they're Democrats, maybe when they're not, because they are focused solely on one or two things, and that's what they predicate their vote on. And mm -hmm. that's an important thing that I think people on the right need to realize. Yeah, for that's sure. my That's my bit. Uh, yeah. All right, we've got we've got more to come. We've got to take a break, but we'll be back. Dude, I took, um, what's his face? Peterson's Daily Beast contributor Thor Benson, uh, he's not only with the Daily Beast, by the way, he's a contributor for a variety of left-wing media outlets, The Atlantic, Rolling Stone, NBC News, Business Insider, <laughs> took to Twitter uh, over the weekend to brag about harassing uh, Andy No 
which I, I like again, I'm not sure that why you go to Twitter and brag about harassing someone uh, who's just trying to like live their life in a bar. But let's let's see this tweet. It says, uh, "I just ran into Andy No at a bar in New Orleans. I politely told him he's a garbage person." LOL. Um, to which Andy No responded, <laughs> "Thor Benson, a white freelance writer, thought he found me and instead harassed a random Asian in New Orleans and That's made him glorious. leave a bar." <laughs> Uh, Benson's followers said the man should have been assaulted. So, um, just this. yeah, just uh, literally, I just like so happy. stop Asian hate. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> but also like so. I guess Thor Benson just thinks that all, all Asians, Asians look, look alike. Same. I guess. But the bigger, like, to me, the the bigger issue is that it's okay. Like even if it had been Andy No, this is what we're doing now. We're just. Like harassing people who are Our politicians to encouraged it for years. It's true. Do you think Andy made that up? Was it really Andy? I want to know. And, I mean, Andy it was not Andy. Andy. I'm it was not sure Andy. He said it wasn't in the UK right now. Yeah, he wasn't there. He, he lives He's in the not UK. in New Orleans. Get Andy on the phone. I want to talk to Andy. Okay, I'll, I'll put text him up Andy. On my speed dial. I'll text Andy. He, like, where were you? Are all Asians gay? <laughs> I don't know. No, I would, I would say, I would say. Oh no. my God. Imagine not knowing who someone like. Imagine not liking someone, not quite knowing what they look like. Seeing someone who looks close enough, going up to them and being like, "You're a garbage human," and I'm and gonna then, hurt you. Yeah, exactly. And then being like, "Blah blah blah." And then when they leave, being like, "Yeah," and then tweeting about You're it. Tweeting about it. And then it. that not being the person. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like. How crazy is the world that we're living in that all of those things you thought were good ideas? Yeah. And and one after the other, too. You were like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Tweet. Yes. Mm. Uh -huh. It's crazy. Imagine being called Thor. Bar, that's Thor. The, that's the worst, that's the worst <laughs> bit of cool all name. of this. Thor. Come yeah. to my bar. Distribution bar. Fort Worth, Texas. I mean, don't do that, Thor. You're gonna, you, you're gonna regret it. Why don't you it. tweet at this person? You, Apparently, that's their medium. Come to my bar. You will regret See that decision, Thor. See if I leave. Thor. You will regret See that decision. See who leaves. It's probably short. <laughs> you could just stand on him like a good, you know, he's a little yeah. goblin person. It'll actually be They're me. They're all short, fat, or ugly. I just can't. <laughs> Facts. I, I just can't imagine, <laughs> like, being so... Would you have I me mean, wear derailing your episode? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not I helping. Mean, usually I'm, usually I'm not like that. Um, That's why I'm staying conspicuously silent on most things. Yeah. Especially with these two ladies around. <laughs> well, I, I thought that the, the influx of estrogen would be a good idea. I'm in cycle with all of you. <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm, I'm more on the male side. I, yeah, I Listen, there's a lot of testosterone in this room. <laughs> yeah, so you know True. what? We're just going to go ahead and go to break. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> So I wanted to share a, a proud mom moment. My son had an assignment where he had to, they were covering the different branches of the government and he had to also write a letter to the state representative uh, that is in the area where his school is. And so he did his little judicial, executive, legislative, and then at the bottom he included his letter that says, Dear Representative Parker, uh, I ask you to please lower the taxes because people are suffering and paying too much money. Also, taxation is theft. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> now, he did look, they, he did spell sincerely wrong, but I didn't have the heart to point it out to him because I was so proud of the content of the letter. So, look, I just... You're, you're, you see, you're a role model. That's what you gotta do. We need more parents that will actually not have their kids. Yeah, so in his the school, they're talking about... Uh, uh, 
things like this, how the government is set up and not gender identity and turning trans. But it's a private school. What your kid is learning is that taxation is theft and that is arguably the most important. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. we're having these conversations at home. Um, I did actually, I sent a, a note to his teacher because I was like, ah, I don't want him to get in trouble for writing that. So I was like, look, it's an inside joke at our house. He knows it. We talk about it all the time because of the industry that I'm in. So I just wanted to make sure you knew because, listen, the representative is Republican. So mm-hmm. I'm like, he'll get a laugh out of it. Right. You know, so I was like, don't worry. We're not trying to, like, mess with anyone. I, I know who he is. I know who he's associated with. He'll be fine. He'll think it's funny. I definitely indoctrinate my kids, and I think it's fine. And they pass out Trump stickers at school and get in trouble. So, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. Your kids pass out Trump Olivia, stickers? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, passing out Trump stickers. Why? Do you, you get a call do from you the school and you're Trump like, stickers? oh. She, like, I must have had a roll of something somewhere. And she was, like, passing out of school. Like, yeah, Trump. She's like, don't for, for Biden. He's an idiot. And, like, going out <gasps> seven years old. Girl. That is so funny. Yeah. Well, it's one it's of those fine. things that like the school calls you and they're like, um, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll take care of it. And then you're like, great job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get off the phone. Yeah, here's like, an ice cream. More of this. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I got I'm lucky the school's conservative. Like they're all very conservative, but like they're just like, no politics in school, just in case some of the other students <laughs> aren't. I'm like, well, then they shouldn't be here. Yeah, so we'll see how that turns out. I don't know, but, uh, so but, but that's why you've got to be teaching your kids these things. Don't leave it to the schools. If you watch this program, you should already know that, but I feel like it's worth repeating. Don't leave it to the schools to teach them these valuable lessons. They're going to teach them about turning trans instead. Uh, all right, thank you guys so much for being here. Chad, Lisa, Sydney, it's been a pleasure. My favorite humans. All thank you, Max. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.